1: Welcome to The Exchange, a conversation with people of interest to business and financial professionals around the world. I'm Rob Cox, the editor of Breaking Views, the global financial commentary arm of Reuters, coming to you from Zurich, Switzerland. My guest this week is Jacques Attali, who in addition to being the first head of the European Bank for Reconstruction and Development, has been an economic advisor to French presidents including François Mitterrand and Nicolas Sarkozy. Over the past year, he's also written a couple of books. One on what he calls, quote, the economy of life, and another on the future of the media. We discuss both of these in our conversation. For the economy, he has a clear prescription that policymakers need to focus on sectors like health, education, culture, and agriculture, and away from finance and fossil fuels. Jacques, who spoke to me from Paris, also gave his views on some more current affairs. He's angry with the way Europe handled its vaccine rollout, starting with the way they negotiated poorly with pharmaceutical companies. But he thinks the political fallout for French President Emmanuel Macron will be minimal when voters head to the polls in a year, mainly because the virus will be in the rearview mirror by then. I hope he's right at least about that. And he offered what sounded like some support for Macron's controversial decision recently to phase out the Ecole Nationale d'Administration, the finishing school for the French League, which, like Jacques, Macron graduated from. More engineers and fewer investment bankers, he argues. Anyway, give a listen to my discussion with Jacques Attali. So, Jacques, uh, I think we met about a year ago at a dinner. Yes and we were supposed to meet for lunch and then everything of course came crashing down but you have obviously spent the last year plus in lockdown productively. You've got this book that you came out with in February on on the media, I think uh, it's called From Smoke Signals to Social Media and Beyond. Uh, We'll get into that later but I thought maybe just like love to get your perspective like lessons uh, that you've learned um, from the past year in lockdown and in particular watching leaders uh, around Europe and elsewhere, um, try to manage the crisis. What's like the biggest, biggest single takeaway for you?
2: Well, uh, I wrote a book uh, about it in last uh, May, and I've not changed my point of view on that. What I said, uh, which is called economy of life. It's translated in many languages, unfortunately not mm-hmm. yet in English, It's translated in Italian, Japanese, Korean, etc., cetera, uh, Spanish. What I explain, uh, what I think today is the following. First, everything was uh, triggered by the mistakes of China and the lies of China to themselves and to the rest of the world. They, li- they, they, they lied, uh, and then they, they, they did, the virus spread in China everywhere because they lied and because they censored it. Because I think that even the highest level power was not aware of the situation. Hmm. The second mistake was done by the Western world, which was fascinated by what happened in China, without understanding that it was a terrible mess, a terrible failure, that the the whole of the situation was mismanaged, that there was no hospital beds, no masks, nothing, uh, except, except an authoritarian regime. The third, third mistake was done at the moment where we, di- we collectively did not realize that next to China, there was a democratic country, which was very well prepared because they failed five years ago on the management of a small case of a South, which is South Korea. Mm-hmm. And, and South Korea managed from the beginning, uh, I mean, as soon as December 2019, a very clear mechanism of action uh, in order to uh, uh, move the launch a Korean Center for Disease Control, the full power, uh, and uh, to make a long story short, add the uh, test and the, uh, uh, the whole thing of mass uh, detection and tracing ready before they have their first case at the end of January. Hmm. Uh, And and as we speak, there is a population of 53 million people. They have only white 1,800 dead. Amazing. Uh, Quite a uh, big difference between the Western, I
1: mean, And if
2: we had listened, if our media, as well as the politicians, have looked at what happened in South Korea, we would not have this whole crisis. Uh, we would not. Uh, that's, uh, that's a shame. Uh, I, w- I was very strong saying that. Second, uh, other thing which is important for me is that we should have realized as soon as possible, and it's not yet clear, that we should move into uh, focusing the reinvestment, not around everything and giving money around which I call in French, I don't know if the word exists in English, uh, not and not uh, 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 it was not a program for uh, a rebound, but it was a program. It is a program of procrastination. Does that word mm-hmm. exist in English? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We are an economy of procrastination. We put money, everything, without any view, any vest and of what should be done. And that, we will pay for it later on, because we put money where it's not needed, Uh, and we we do not put money when it is needed. And what is very clear today is that there is some sectors, which I call, by the way, economy of life, which are more useful in the future, and that we should focus the economy on that. Those sectors represent today, and I will name them, only 50 to 60% of GDP everywhere in the world, even less, and should represent more than 80%. Uh, uh, the sectors are health, hygiene, uh, uh, industrial uh, health des- devices, education, uh, food, agriculture, uh, digital uh, economy, uh, logistics, uh, culture, democracy, uh, clean energy, clean water, clean air, uh, sustainable housing. Uh, uh, security, insurance, and, uh, and sound finance. This is economy of life. Uh, you may add some one or two sectors out of that. What is not economy of life, it's whatever is linked to fossil fuel, fossil fuel itself and everything which is linked to it, including transportation as it is, including textile, including plastics, including a lot of mechanics, including a lot of tourism, this is not priority, and this mm-hmm. is not where we should invest, and we should focus on the other sectors. On In those sectors, we should reorient both innovation, technology, development, uh, and training of people into those new, new uh, sectors.
1: Do you sense the recovery fund that EU has put together and the money that's going to come down from that, do you think it will be... Directed in that way, or are you, are you? No, for the it's moment
2: it's in? the same for the US as well, for British, yeah. as, well yeah. as for British as well, as for recovery fund. It's a procrastination fund. Mm. Uh, if there is only one priority which is given, it's climate. Fine, but climate is just a tiny element of a problem we face. Yeah, uh, it's, it's why I prefer. I don't speak. Uh, people are talking about climate. Climate, fine, but the economy of life is much larger than climate. Yeah. It's, Its health, food is killing much more people than climate can kill. Uh, Sugar is an enemy of world, even equal to to climate.
1: When you think of obesity and all the other elements that come out of it, yeah, no, it's fascinating. What can I suggest? So, thinking about the way uh, leaders have are are handling things. I mean, right now we're in the thick of the vaccination efforts, and. In Europe, well, they're certainly they're taking—they're—they're they're, they're really taking off in the U.S. The U.K. has done a, a, a pretty good job. I, I saw a couple of weeks ago you wrote a piece where you said you were uh, angry to see the way uh, European leaders were naive, yeah, British and American counterparts, and that, that they had in the way they, they handled the, the pharmaceutical companies. I mean, where are you? What is your perspective on on how they're going about it, and what
2: and what why, why is it such a why have they botched it so badly in European Union? Before I before answer to that, I will, but I want to add something. There is yeah. a huge element of optimism going around because of a vaccine today. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a, a, a very huge danger that not a lot of people see, that variant can come from anywhere and mostly from India, which will be resistant to vaccine as it is. And then we go back to square one, even in UK oh. and US. Mm-hmm. If a vaccine doesn't work, then uh, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't see any reason why we should uh, only be uh, happy with it. Uh, and we should be very cautious of not to have over an over optimism going around. Yeah. You see. But uh, if I, I, saying that, and saying that I hope I'm wrong, and I hope this is not real. I, I hope you're wrong
1: too. Yeah, but I think you're right to be. You're right to be to for people to be conservative in their view to not assume yeah. a cure all to this situation. Uh,
2: this is a. This is a. We should not be over optimistic on that. But as far mm-hmm. as Europe is concerned, this terrible mistake of mismanagement, lack of uh, uh, imagination, lack of. Uh, 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 boldness uh uh narrow-minded people and uh excess power given to lawyers and to uh conservative uh, uh non-experts the fact that the negotiation was given to lawyers and to high officials without any any expert in the field is a shame yeah uh, yeah, We could have that. done the same as the uh, UK has done, we could have done the same as the uh, Israeli have done. Don't say that we could have done, d- done that. We could have done. It's a terrible mistake, but it would have been worse if uh, we uh, do it alone, if each country does it alone, it would have been a mess it would have been a, a mess for france because france would have only had the french vaccine which is a failure right. or or buy some others with some agreements it would have been a mess and then i i do believe it's better to give the power to the european union to do it but if it's do it seriously do you think there is a sense, uh, this is a window into a cultural
1: difference? I mean, a, a willingness to take risk, a willingness to put faith in private companies uh, that, that is different between Europe and say, you know, the US, UK, Israel?
2: No. Uh, 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 but don't forget that German, uh, one of the most important vaccine is, is German. FinTech yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's, not so, it's not so bad. But it's true that we have a risk. I would say more in France than elsewhere to uh, underestimate the importance of industry. The share of the industry in France is declining and this is appalling. France is desindustrializing and it's a a nightmare. Uh, The sense of risk also is not, uh, the balance between protection and risk is too much. On protection and not enough protection means it's not protection of people. People should have been pro- protected, and I prefer the uh, French system, where vaccines are free, tests are free, everything is free, where than the American or the British system, which is a nightmare, more the American but mm-hmm. the British. Then uh, it's it's not a matter of bad that understanding of precautions. It's a matter of uh, not being not uh, betting enough money with risks. Yeah. Uh, to be ready to lose uh, when the the, the the value of a of risk is huge. What do you think, the, 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 what is the risk of,
1: of the, the political risk here of these failures or that we're seeing? No, I, there, is,
2: not, there is no risk. I don't see any, unfortunately, I don't see any risk. Uh, because the, uh, except if the, if the Indian variant kill the vaccine, as I said before, well, then we're all then we're all back to
1: square one, and all bets but, are off. But I but I mean, do you think lockdowns, severe lockdowns, the way they've been? No,
2: no. the, co- the, cost, the cost will the cost will be very high, in terms of uh, uh, poverty, uh, hunger, uh, social despair, lack of social mobility, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That would be true everywhere. Uh, more in Europe, where and, and other countries where a lockdown will be longer. But in terms of political cost, I don't think it will be high because the elections are in a year or so in France and in September in Germany. And then I think that people will have a, a global view of the situation and they say, OK, it's behind us. Uh, let's take. Uh, and oh, so you, will... So that's interesting. That's one way to. Because
1: right now, if you look at uh, Emmanuel Macron standing in the polls, they're quite weak. Um, you look no, no, it's not Germany. true. It's
2: not. It's not. True. Oh, it's, I mean, 30 percent, 30 percent approval No, rate. no, it's not true. It's 20 points higher than uh, his two predecessors. Not true. It's okay. very both high. Of whom, both of whom lost. Yeah. <laughs> it's why, but, uh, uh, that's and, true. And according to the polls, is winning now. Yeah, but
1: not by a, OK, but not by a huge amount relative to uh, Marine Le Pen. And so you just wonder if, it, you know, you've gone back into another stage of lockdowns. If the summer is, is destroyed, hopefully it's not. But as, you know, you, you pointed out, you're getting these uh, in, in one of your columns. You said, okay, we were told May 15th, then we're told July 15th, then we're told September 15th. You know, you wonder if the, if, the, if the patients will run out. But I get, I take your point in a year, April next year, we will have the benefit of hindsight. We will see where we are and we will, by then it should be,
2: be a war if, if, if there is a big if of what I said before, but if uh, and we have to go to go to, I'm sure that we are going to be vaccinated each year, that's that's a fact now, of course. Yeah, <laughs> if we go out of it, uh, let's say everyone else, everyone in uh, during the summer, uh, uh um, then we will uh, this issue will not be an issue of a campaign. There are so many issues that can come we can have a war between US and China about Taiwan, we can have a war between the US and Russia about Ukraine, we can have a a huge uh, uh, inflation coming out of a bubble burst uh, somewhere. Many, many issues can come uh, that can uh, give uh, Food for thought, or at least for you to to write about. <laughs> well, they'll keep us busy.
1: Speaking of which, yesterday or this week, uh, Emmanuel Macron um, basically moved forward the idea of closing down your your alma mater, uh, the the Ecole Nationale d'Administration, which has been. This it is event. not my alma mater at all. Okay, but you 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 are uh, an anarch, are you not?
2: It's one of my five schools I went through. <laughs>
1: I the think that only that. proves my point. It is a school for the very elite, intelligent uh, class.
2: Um, but what No, what no, was no, your... no, 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 no. I don't. I did not do that because I succeed to reach it after four others. Hmm. I did four others, which are much more difficult than this one. Oh, is that right? So, but what's your what's your
1: view of this uh, the, the president's uh, you know proposal?
2: Well, I think there is a huge. Um, request for change linked to the fact that uh, social mobility is a disaster and that the um, the uh, uh, possibility to reach a high level in the public ranking administration coming from middle class or uh, workers is, is very low. Then there is a huge request to change. Second, uh, École nationale d'administration was was a great progress compared to what it was before, where it was even worse in terms of uh, uh, um, the fact that the high civil servants were only coming from uh, uh, the lords, uh, as we say in English, or the noble noble families, which has a, right. which has a. And third, uh, I think what is important is today to be in position to attract the best, uh, some of the best. I would prefer that the best people in France go to serve the state than to British or American uh, investment banks. Mm -hmm. And uh, the only thing I would look at with this reform is Mm -hmm. does that give the means to attract the best talents as engineers, or as economists economist or as administrators uh, to the states, right. or is it not, in terms of salaries, in terms of uh, perspective of career, and that is still uh, an open question. Okay, so, so- Because for the moment, unfortunately, Ecole uh, uh, nationale administration, as much as many schools, even my real alma mater, which is Ecole Polytechnique, is more is training more investment bankers than engineers, which is a, a shame. We need less yeah. investment bankers and much more engineers and, yeah. and, and administrators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, and, guess, and 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 good journalists. Well,
1: amen to that. Speaking of which, let's 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 close with talking a little bit about your book and about uh, the media. One of the th- one of the sort of st- strongest. Uh, arguments you make in 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 the book is the need to rein in the big tech guys. In particular, you point out that Alphabet, the the parent of Google, should be broken up, um, and you sort of compare that to the way, well, Teddy Roosevelt did with Standard Oil hundred and ten years ago. What is your you know what is your what is the argument for why that would actually help us if we had
2: four Googles as it were or three right. Facebooks? China has understood that there's a conflict of interest between government and the, the tech company. Not because the tech company are the devil, but exactly on the contrary, because they are giving a huge service. They are public services in a certain sense. And then it's very difficult to let public services without a rule of law clearly created. For instance, it was quite normal in my view To uh, control a Trump Twitter account, but this should not be done by private management, it should have Mm -hmm. been done by a legal court or whatever. And therefore, I think this uh, huge tech company must be uh, uh, that's the ransom of their success that they have to obey to more orders. And also, I would say that there are a risk, huge risk for them to become too powerful by swallowing the innovation of the future, as, as we have seen with Facebook and Instagram, with Instagram and, uh, and uh, WhatsApp, uh, and with the next innovation, because what I explain in my book is that the social network has just a tiny dimension, what is coming in the future, uh, which is linked to uh, algorithms, algorithms and holograms, which are going to kill the social networks and replace them by other means of communication which are more linked to video games as a tool of information than uh, what is existing through the press, media, the radio the, uh, and the social networks. This is coming. This is coming uh, like the, and we must see it we must see it uh, uh, before it's too late. And if we let the uh, uh, social networks uh, swallow the innovations and integrate that into their own powerful then, governments and the states are dead because it will be a worldwide power.
1: Mm -hmm. But but do you think the Biden administration
2: has the political will
1: or even capital to do something like that? Like the Teddy Roosevelt with the Sherman Antitrust Act in
2: 19... Yes. Yes. I do think, I mean, what we have seen with the tax that they have done last week is a good beginning. And it's, uh, I would say, a, a last window of opportunity for the American administration to do it. Uh, They can do it. It's the last window of opportunity to do it. Um, And uh, they can do it. Uh, I would say that even I believe that some of the shareholders of this company will not be against because um, as as some people say, as you may know, when you are a restaurant, uh, you pay a higher price. uh, Your meal, if you buy the meal by the menu a la list, carte that the menu. And right. then that means that if you sell a different part, the shareholders which have a larger value than if you sell the global thing. And I think some of the shareholders of these companies may may uh, think that it's better to do it.
1: But I, I think like the, the, the a la carte,
2: some of the parts is worth, uh, is
1: or breakup is worth more than the, the menu, yeah. as it were. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: see. Plus the fact that we need absolutely to know and that's two more important questions, which are also linked into my book. One, we we must know what is in the algorithms. Uh, And it's very important to give the power to the American administration as the European administration to to go into the algorithm and to know if the algorithms are not uh, killing us in terms of uh, uh, addiction to these networks as I think they are. Yeah. And I would say something else, which is, in my view, very important, and you play a very important role in, in that, You uh, where you are, which is that the social networks are aggravating the risk of being very difficult to distinguish uh, lies and truth. Uh, fake news are more difficult to, to be identified through the social networks, and we need a huge work, education, and fight uh, against fake news, which is going to be much more difficult in the future, because the new technologies are creating new ways of developing fake news. And it's very difficult to to fight against it. You you play a role, because the agencies uh, are, it's their last role, I would say. It's to uh, explain what is true and what is not. But I think there is a, an alliance to be done between teachers, families, and journalists to fight for truth. And I think there is also a request for uh, technology on that. Maybe you know uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, an app which is called Shazam. You know Shazam? Yep. Shazam helps you uh, to, to know what the is the music. music. It exists also for... for uh, flowers and for many things i dream and i think some people are looking for it of an app which will uh, i would uh, give uh, an an information to it and you would say it's true or it's not
1: shazam for truth i like that idea yeah
2: Yeah. Yeah. and some people I, i explained that in my book some people are working on that that is fundamental there will be no democracy in the future if we don't teach at school the difference between. And that, give, uh, that come back to other questions of laicity and all that. If we do not explain to people the difference between a fact, an opinion, and a belief, which are three different things.
1: Yeah, I agree. Well, good, Jacques. It was great to, to see you next. Uh, I'm sorry we didn't get to have lunch in Paris.
2: <laughs> we'll, we love. Thank you but very we'll, much for, for. We'll do that again. Thank you very much for keeping. Uh, contact. And I'm very happy to do this conversation with you. Use it as you want. And I'm happy if uh, my two books uh, on economy of life and on uh, uh, history of media are well better known in the uh, English audience.
1: All right, good. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, Jacques. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast was produced by Freddie Joyner in New York. If you haven't already done so, please sign up on iTunes and anywhere else you satisfy your cravings for high quality podcasts and get the Exchange, the Views Room, and other Reuters podcasts. You can also check us out at breakingviews.com and at Twitter at breakingviews and at Rob Onecox. Goodbye.
0: This spot is brought to you by Eaton Vance, the symbol of advanced investing. What's inside your ETF? With Eaton Vance High Yield ETF, you know. Inside, you'll find smart bond selection from a specialized team with deep fixed income expertise. Get to know what's inside EVHY, the symbol of high yield done right, at eatonvance.com slash symbols.